Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. If you're going to bet on sports, bet with MyBookie.com, where instant access to the action allows you to bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code DRINKINGBROS to get started with a double deposit bonus up to $1,000. What is up? Welcome to the Drinking Bros Baseball Show. Now Braves first, possibly called Tomahawk. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're workshopping a couple of different names. Uh, Tomahawk is one of them. And uh, I want, like, the old Braves logo. Mm-hmm. The Chief from, Nakahoma. From the 60s and 70s, yeah. Chief Nakahoma, but it's your face. Yeah. Just, yeah, just screaming. I could be, uh, it could be Chief Rabahoma. <clears throat> I'm not knocking the homer, I'm robbing it. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, I think maybe it would get canceled. Yeah. And you personally wouldn't get canceled, whatever that means. I, I don't know. It would just mean, like, <laughs> I would have to, like, get a uh, contract with you where I would be guaranteed a certain amount of wages for the rest of my life right, at, yeah, yeah. For, because of lost <clears throat> wages from pretty much any other job. Well, you can sue somebody, according to our booze attorney, you can sue somebody for loss of enjoyment of life. Sick. So that's a thing. There's so many people uh, I need to start prosecuting. Yeah, if you try to sue me for that, I will fucking stab you. <laughs> um, so uh, anyways... <clears throat> Before we get into brave stuff today, uh, did you see the the first woman coach ever? Oh, we were going to talk about that. Oh, is it in the notes? It's a hilarious cascade of events oh, that yeah, led yeah. to it. Yeah. Well, okay, so we'll save it for later. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's honestly the funniest <laughs> way it could have possibly happened is how it happened. Wait, did you hear the response afterwards? What? That it was racist? Yeah, yeah, that's oh, what I'm talking about. That's what yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I got that whole thing. Uh, we'll get into the first woman um, on field. I think it was on field coach or regular season on field coach, something right. like that. It was some like bizarre, almost like uh, kind of meaningless, just not meaningless, but like kind of just like pe- like picky distinction. You know what I mean? It was, but you know, it's hard to care, right? Congrats honestly. to her, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know why it's news, right? Does. Li- does being male or female have anything to do with being a first base coach? Which is your job as a first base coach is to tell is to say back. Yeah. Right? Like you just say back if there's a pickoff move. Or you hold homeboy shit after he's on base. Yes. Or maybe give him a little bit of a scouting report on yeah, on the pitcher's something pickoff like, tendencies, yeah. something like that. But like that's none of that is you're not lifting anything heavy. Right. Or running or doing anything physical so why is it who gives a shit if a woman fucking competes against dudes that is that's cool like i, I want to see that that's a fucking feat of human strength let's yeah. see it it's like oh she's the first woman to ever do math like oh cool man <laughs> i don't give a fuck about this shit anymore shut up and let me watch baseball god damn it Pretty much. But the way it happened was super funny. The so way we it are happened. Talk about yeah, it. we're going to talk about it. It's so fucking funny. Mm. And I have a fun little rant to go on um, about that, too. But uh, yeah, uh, before we get into kind of more uh, general baseball talk, uh, this is a show about the Braves. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about the fucking Braves. We watched their game today. It <laughs> didn't go well. Uh, I mean, it went fine. It it's, was it, what it was. Yeah, it was what it was. It was uh, uh, freed. 
gave up a couple of runs in the first inning. The Braves, the Braves have been doing that recently. Uh, I don't really like the first this f- first fourteen game stretch of the season. I'm looking at things like uh, barrel rate and uh, velocity and shit. But otherwise, I don't really care because the pitchers aren't even ready to pitch yet for the most part. No, I think Brandon McCarthy <clears throat> actually tweeted uh, today or yesterday or something like none of these guys are in shape. No, definitely not the pitchers. They're not stretched That's out That's what he yet, meant. So. Yeah, he said the pitchers. Um, yeah, I'm, I've, I've, been, I, I've been watching every game, uh, just paying attention to, to location and things like that. Um, <clears throat> Wasker Anula looks like he might be fucked. A little bit. So that's like a, what I was going to ask. The so, slider is super flat, but otherwise the pitching looks good. So I was going to say, first off, so Freed looked good today. Mm-hmm. This game wasn't his fault. Josiah Gray might just be a guy who fucks the Braves for a couple mm-hmm. of years because, man, he dominated us last year. Uh, and he came over in the trade with the Dodgers that they did for Scherzer and, yeah. and uh, Trey Turner. Yeah, he's a really good pitcher. He is. So he was a top do- near top Dodger prospect and – um He's really good. He's a good fantasy sleeper, by the way, especially when he's pitching against the Braves. Um, but yeah, he kind of died. Today wasn't on Freed uh, at all, I would say, <clears> like that. He, he cruised after the first. I think, did he end up letting up three? He was, was uh, he on the hook for all three? There, there was an unearned run scored. But okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't him. His, uh, he didn't walk anybody. He was, uh, he was in the zone a lot. I think, you know, <clears throat> when you see him struggle, uh, it's a high whip, right? So it's like a, it's a it's a mix. It's a hit and a walk. It's not just hits. Mm-hmm. And if he gives up a bunch of hits one day, I just assume he was uh, wild in the zone or something like that. But his stuff is pretty good. Or it's what happened in, on opening day, which and this will happen to him sometimes. <clears throat> is he just gets like blooped to death? He just gets yeah. babbipped to death. Mm-hmm. I said exit velo to death, but it's really babbipped to death. Yeah, just get just has horrible luck where somebody. Or like a group of people keep just like fisting the ball into the wrong fucking spot. Yeah. No one can get to it. That's what happened on opening day. And it's funny because Freed is an elite pitcher, I think. And what's most elite about him is what tends to create that happening, which is he's a top five exit velo guy. Yeah. Like you don't make good contact <laughs> against Max Freed. Yeah. And it's hard to, I mean, you, you can't really position for that because, yeah, 65, 70% of the time, it's going to be some bloop bullshit that you probably could have made a play on or at least done something. But if it's the other 30% of the time where it's a normal fly ball, now it's a double that would have been an out, right? So you can't, there's nothing you can do about that. You just kind of got to pitch through it. And he's done all right pitching through it so far this year. Can I give you guys some breaking news real quick? Yeah. Um, trending number one on Twitter right now is Clayton Kershaw. Yes, we were going to talk about that as well. Pulled after uh, seven perfect innings, 13 strikeouts with a pitch count of 80. Fans are fucking raging right now online. Why not let him go for the perfect game? Because the book on Clayton Kershaw, the reason he's been shitty in the playoffs all these years is because his arm won't hold up over 200 innings. And the reason that he had a good playoff in that shortened season is because he didn't have all those innings on his arm going into the playoffs that yeah. that's the book on him now so yeah i would have done the same thing fuck him remember johan santana in 2010 came out through 134 pitch fucking no hitter on opening day yeah and then he sucked out loud for the rest of the year yeah i think that was 2010 people were mad people wanted to see kershaw get the perfect game blah 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 uh i agree i mean i understand the fan aspect of it <clears throat> it was 2012 okay I, with the mets yeah it was like his he had he had missed the first part of the season I think, and it was his first. I think it was his first start of the year. Yeah, and he threw a fucking no hitter. It was like 130 some pitches, 
Uh, 134 pitches. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, uh, yeah that's stupid as fuck. Well, and Kershaw is a guy, too. So he, he has workload issues. Mm-hmm. So like a dude back in the day, RIP Roy Halladay, you could, that guy didn't have a pitch count, mm-hmm. right? You could let him go out there for a ton. A guy currently pitching who is a miracle, uh, Adam Wainwright, I don't really think you need to monitor how mm-hmm. many pitches he throws. That guy can just fucking throw. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kershaw is, despite having kind of the body of a, of a horse like Halliday or Wainwright, um, he just, he's fragile. Uh, and for the first, I mean, the Dodgers essentially know that they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They can't overwork a guy like <laughs> Kershaw because they're one of the places they are fragile, uh, although they're never really fragile anywhere because they'll always make a deal to fix it. But their rotation is shallow. There's not a lot of depth there. Yeah. And they can't afford Kershaw uh, missing a bunch of time. So it sucks from a fan perspective for sure. I don't, I mean, did, what do you want to see? Do you want to see a, a perfect game in April or do you want to see a fucking World Series in October? Uh, I don't think the Dodgers fans care as much as just like general fan base shit. No, fans can all fuck off. I yeah. tend to agree with that, but we're not casuals. Yeah. It, the ca- it sucks for the casuals, I guess you could say. And then October does get more exciting, I guess, if all the pitchers in there are dead and suck. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> just a lot of hits. and There's more runs, for yeah. sure, I guess. But fuck, man, that's not, the, that's not what anybody wants to see. I don't want to see people get hurt. It doesn't make the sport better. No. no. Um, so it sucks, but whatever. Uh, but back to the Braves pitching. So Freed exit Velo to death, or uh, Babbitt to death in game one. Fine, whatever. Uh, pitch great today. Offense wasn't there. Just like great. Dominated. Morton and Wright, what do you think of those two? They were both lights out in their wins. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, they both looked pretty sharp, which is interesting because Morton's older, and um, he throws a twelve to six curve, which is difficult to find the release point on. Sometimes, like mm-hmm. that, the most important thing of that pitch is a good grip, obviously, but the finding the right release point. The, you have two release points: you have your fucking get me over strike release point, and you have your out pitch strikeout and the dirt release point. And usually, it takes guys like that some time to figure it out. But he didn't have any issues with that at all. Uh, and you uh, think at 38, he probably knows what he's doing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, Wayne Wright's never had an issue with it early no. in the season either. Um, uh, Wright uh, looked really good. That's the big. That's huge. Yeah. I now, mean, did you think he just like nice day, or did, was there things you saw with with Kyle Wright that you were like, okay, maybe this kid has figured it out a little bit? Well, I mean, yeah. This, so hold on, let me pull this up real quick. Fuck out of here. Um. Yeah, he, uh, not a lot of, look, and the Reds suck too, right? And it's early in the season, but uh, as we've said, the hitters are quite a bit far, are farther ahead mm-hmm. in, in, the de- in development than the pitchers are so far. As bad as the Reds suck, they, watching them in person, they still had like pretty good pieces in their lineup. They're yeah. not going to be good, but that lineup is maybe the one part of them that you could say, like, it's not mm. amazing, but it, like, doesn't suck. <laughs> no, I mean, India and, uh, and Fam and Vado, obviously, and Aquino, and uh, to a lesser degree, Mustakas, right? right yeah. he's, he's, he's over the hill now. But, yeah, they've got three or four elements in that lineup that are pretty good. That are, and they're all tough outs, too. Like, India and uh, Joey Votto are fucking t- and Aquino are all tough outs. Yeah. Like, all three of those dudes. Votto is an A-B <clears throat> you dread. Yeah. Uh, but but right through uh, 76 pitches, 56 strikes, um, pounded the zone, 
and you know he got he 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 uh uh 16 of 21 first pitch strikes. That's a really important thing. It's something that um, Bryce Elder also did. Yes. Yesterday, we'll talk about that later, but he also did that. And it's, I think that's one of the keys for some of these people. Now, some pitchers get into a very sloppy routine of just pouring in fastballs. Um, on to try to get strike one like Patrick Corbin's like that that's why he gave what he he gave 27 home runs last year yeah and I think 20 of them were in the first or second inning so especially the first time through the order he does that and I was losing my mind watching that game last night I know you're texting like, me about what the that. fuck are like, you doing I mean that great they scored 16 runs but <laughs> yeah I mean eventually but they, yeah. that that game should have been over before the fucking first inning was done yeah because he was just laying fucking uh str- uh belt high fastballs in there at 94 miles per hour like you get you can't do that shit um but yeah Wright looked really good and and elder looked uh even better than him if i if i'm being honest like he gave up some runs at the end gave up a couple of home runs he gave up what three runs in his first start <clears throat> yeah but all three runs run the last three people he faced right, right? So it's probably just that he wasn't he shouldn't have gone into that. But I that. mean, he's a rookie. It's his first start. I think yeah. three runs is pretty fucking. So I'll ask you about Elder. We'll get back to Noah mm-hmm. and Anderson. I'll ask you about Elder real quick. Um, it's what's really interesting to me about Bryce Elder um, is that he seem there seems to now be a kind of pattern with either the types of pitchers the Braves are drafting, mm-hmm. or maybe more so the types of pitchers who are um, rising to the top of the Braves farm system is probably a better way to put it. Yeah. Uh, it's all of these contact dudes. Yeah. Like we're not there. We're not putting well, aside a, from Spencer Strider. Right. Right. Aside, yeah. aside from Strider. But I mean, like you've got Soroka elder Ian Anderson is another one. They all throw is, heavy sinkers and either, uh, at, well, heavy sinkers and, and, and two of the three throw fucking, uh, changeups as well. Yes. Right. Instead of like a hard breaking slider. And even Max Fried is, he throws <laughs> harder than those guys do, mm. but he's not a strikeout pitcher per se. I mean, he can rack up the K's, yeah. but that's not necessarily his prerogative. Like that's not his objective. His, cause it's his exit <clears throat> velo, right? Like yeah. it's the fact that he also induces bad contact. He just happens to throw, you know, 96 instead of whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever all these guys. Throw. I mean, you've got t- two, maybe three gold glove caliber infielders, right? Uh, I would say around the diamond, it's gold glove caliber. I, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about, uh, I don't know about uh, Albies to be honest. Like he plays great at first or at second base, but I'm not sure he's, uh, He he seems to lose focus from time to time. Maybe that's just a young person thing, and yeah. he'll grow out of it. Um, but yeah, let's. I mean, they have a great defense uh, and plan on continuing. I mean, all these guys they they've got locked up for the the last one. Well, nobody really cares about Danzby to be honest. I, I'd be surprised if he's there after this year to be frank. To be frank, uh, because he's a he's like a b caliber player mm-hmm. which is uh you know good you can fucking win obviously they just won a title with him but and he was integral integral yeah, to yeah, that part yeah. like he he contributed <clears throat> greatly to it but there's quite a bit like if i look at first second and third base there isn't much if any room to improve on either on like from offense or defense on any any three right. of those actually i don't think there is 
uh, a combined improvement that would be better than any of those guys at any of those positions. And no, you could only improve individually, like swapping out Dansby with like Carlos Correa or something. Well, that's what I mean. So he's the only one in the infield right now that there's any upward like mobility. Yes. From yeah. uh, from, from the Braves' perspective, so I, I don't think they're going to be too. <clears throat> they're going to try to sign somebody else. I think in the offseason, uh, we'll see what happens. But either way, like you're building. The point is, you're building your team for long-term success and and Anthopolis has been good at doing both short mm-hmm. and long-term and this team is set up to be an excellent defensive team particularly on the infield and uh why would you not have a feeder of those types of pitchers coming in heavy right. heavy ball sinker throwers man i mean it's everybody throws 95 now but if you can throw 95 with a little movement downward you're fucking doing pretty good if you got a, a solid handed uh infield yeah so they're not stupid. They do this shit for a reason. They're fucking, and they're not the first ones to do it either. The Cardinals did this shit back in the 1980s. That team, the infield and outfield, was like the fastest, best defensive team in the history of fucking baseball. Yep. And they built that, and they built their pitching staff completely around that. Yeah, that actually, man, those teams might have been the best defensive teams in the history of baseball. Even their first baseman, like Keith Hernandez, has more yeah. defensive wins above replacement than most fucking center fielders yeah. do. Like he's he's a fucking animal. And then you've got fucking Ozzie Smith and Willie and, McGee and, and Terry Pendleton at third base, who yeah, despite being rotund by the time he got to the Braves, <laughs> he did win an MVP with the Braves. But he was like a he was an exceptional defensive third base. Oh yeah, during that time. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe I know they used to uh, they used to doctor the foul lines so it would push the ball back into play instead of it rolling out of play because they had their guys were so fast. Like yeah. you hit a ground ball in the infield. You're I'm on first. Oh yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Have you ever played with the, the Cardinals on original RBI baseball? Uh, yeah, dude. The, the, but I think the, I don't think Hernandez is on that team. I think he's on he the might Mets be still. on the Mets by. I think the, our, point. by then. Yeah, I think it's Pedro Guerrero as the first yeah. baseman. Yeah, but still but either way, the, uh, McGee and, and Smith, the, those are the two fastest players. You just like put your fucking, yeah, uh, bat out and bunt kind of down the line. You can get on base every time. You're, you could p- hit it double practically. So Anderson and Anoa, their start's not as great. Anderson's always a slow starter. I really don't care what Anderson does in April as long as he keeps doing what he does in October. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what did he, Anoa, though, is a little sketchier to me. I mean, he had – I'll give him this. He had a couple, I would say maybe – 30, 40% of his sliders were sharp and the rest were not, right? Yeah. But that's better than he was doing in September when none of them were sharp, right? <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it's – we'll see. It's too early to tell if if he's going to make uh, the same kind of impact that he did last year once he gets uh, all his shit figured out. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. But I loved Bryce. I was extremely <clears throat> encouraged by, by Bryce Elder. Yeah. Do you think he's just staying in the – well, he was kind of the sixth starter – basically well he wasn't supposed to they called him up because we got uh, we got fucking bombed the night before yeah and they had to use tucker davidson yep um although tucker davidson shouldn't even be on a major league roster in my opinion i yeah i would much prefer elder to, mm. to tucker davidson <clears throat> yeah well and then that's probably what you're gonna get now right so this year we were looking at morton freed uh anderson uh uh wright and uh, Elder, I think. I don't, I don't know if Anoa's going to make it. I would say after Morton, Freed, and Anderson, it's a total grab bag between Wright, <clears throat> Elder, Davidson, Inoa, Strider, and Strider and Soroka. Yeah. I mean, if Soroka comes back, he's automatically going to get plugged in. 100%. Uh, probably 
plugged in. Well, I mean, they'll give him some time, so he'll probably stay at the four for a while, and they'll move him up as he as his competency goes up. But now you've got an embarrassment of riches at starting pitcher. I mean, it's funny we we have <clears throat> we have a lot of questions about the starting rotation, but also quite a few answers. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. not terribly concerned about it because some of them will work out. Uh, you would think the odds are in our favor, right? You would think one of them, <laughs> at least yeah. one of them would would do so. So I but, mean, even if only one of those guys comes through, Soroka comes back uh, sometime in the next couple months and and returns to form. Uh, uh, and Noah comes back and pitches like he did last year. Kyle Wright continues his success. Then you've got four guys. If any of those yeah. things happen, if Strider just bumps up and starts taking starts, if Elder starts taking starts, you've got five different opportunities to fill your four hole right there. I'll be honest in Noah to me of all of them, I guess in Noah and Tucker Davidson, they just feel to me like a sort of uh Horacio Ramirez, Jason Marquis type mm. of guy where it's like, yeah, they're competent <laughs> and they maybe showed some stuff in a couple of starts in half a season or whatever, but like they're not on the level of, of elder and, uh, yeah. Strider. <clears throat> no elder, uh, looked like a professional pitcher out on the mound like somebody that took it seriously and he was irritated when the fucking batter wasn't in the box soon enough like he's he means business out there and i think they asked strider because they're bros uh i think it was strider they asked him like what what do you what's your scouting report on elder and strider was just like i mean he he can just pitch yeah which is what i want to fucking hear yeah more than like he's got man he can just throw gas or like that he's got good stuff or whatever yeah no i mean strider's got good stuff and he throws fucking gas i mean he's he's a legit uh strider's a killer he's a he's a high 90s guy i don't like those touched 100 a couple times no he didn't not really no no this this is the way they measure it now is just the exit velocity from the hand yeah right as soon as it there's a millimeter between that and the hand how fast is it going that's that's what that is that's not real right (laughs) i mean it's hard to do it's it's but it is a math equation so that is part of it is it's going that fast and it doesn't reduce very much so but i he he's thrown in the high 90s for sure yeah and he's so far uh been able to locate relatively well uh he stays up at the top of the strike zone which means once he becomes a starter as he's working through particularly the second and third time through the order or sometimes the first time through the order if he's not sharp he's going to give up some home runs it's going to be really important for him to not walk people or Mm -hmm. give up shitty hits but yeah he's i mean he he looks like a pretty good option long term as well and he i like strider's just like fuck you energy Mm. like that guy will walk in in a in a big situation and just like not give a fuck yeah. on the plate you know what i mean yeah i mean i could see him being a closer too um but from his perspective you don't want to be a closer no because a closer what's a backup plan you're gonna get 15 million dollars a year as a pitch a starting pitcher you're gonna get 40 right, right. if you're one of the top guys so quite a bit quite a bit of difference there uh next up moving from the rotation to the lineup uh matt olson is OBPing like a fucking god. Yeah. This I know it's early and all that shit for sure, but like that was my biggest concern about Matt Olson, which is just like or not even just Matt Olson, like in a in a vacuum having Matt Olson is great regardless. But my biggest concern of switching from Freeman to Olson mm. is or was maybe still is a little bit, but it's being answered was uh um are we losing like how what what how much are we losing the tough at bat? 
Like, is Olsen's going to put up numbers regardless. Mm -hmm. Olsen's fucking an elite first baseman. That's all fine. But is Olsen just going to, like, put up numbers in the aggregate? And, you know, he'll have big hits and stuff like that. But is it still going to be, like, not necessarily anywhere near the the, just the generally difficult at bat Mm -hmm. that Freddie Freeman was? And and that's a huge thing, missing in the lineup. Like, even in a kind of mediocre lineup like the Reds have, when you know Joey Votto's two batters down the line, like, that's a fucking nightmare. Like, you have to account for that, let alone someone like Freeman or Juan Soto or something like that, where it's a a, a super elite hitter. I mean, Votto had 36 home runs last year, so you could probably put him in that category as well still. Um, But that's a fucking nightmare for a pitcher. Like, that is scarier than someone... um, just trying to think. Just someone who, who would hit, like, Matt Chapman, who, who will also hit 36 home runs, but hits 237. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, those are two different types of fucking guys. So I was worried, it was Olsen, were we going to maybe add home runs, but lose a lot of tough at-bats? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's always a concern. It doesn't look like that's going to be the case. And, you know, the, <clears throat> the bad news for the league is that it, at some point, uh, relatively soon, it's going to be Acuna, Olsen, Riley. And right now, uh, Olsen and Riley both have OPS of over 1,100. That's not going to last. But it's, you know, if you look at their uh, <clears throat> career averages, and especially how Olsen and Riley have developed over the last two years, I mean, Riley was a 900 OPS guy last year. Right. And Ronald Acuna is a 900. 50 plus OPS guy every year, right? right? So it's like you're going to have three guys in a row at the top of that lineup that are 900 OPS guys. That means they're fucking slugging and they're getting on base. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's, that's pretty rough. Uh, <clears throat> and then you follow him with Ozuna, who apparently has made a comeback. And um, he is fucking bad. But Olsen, so here's the thing with Olsen, though, by the way, swinging at just 16% of balls outside the zone so far. Yeah. That is, I mean, dude, he's just. And I, you got to think a good part of that is like he knows Riley's behind him. Yeah. And he's just like, fuck you, throw me a fastball, throw me something in the zone, or fuck off. And even the out, like, I mean, I've watched all but two of the games so far, and half the time Olsen's gotten out, he has smashed the ball. <clears throat> yeah, he's, uh, he's been on the receiving end of some bad luck he, so far. He yeah. really has. But he is seeing, you can tell he's seeing the ball well. He's walked eight times in seven games. I mean, fuck, take that. Yeah, as for a number two guy, I mean, I'm not sure if I keep him in the number two hole. Like he's he's not exactly he doesn't strike out a lot. Um, he's like a hundred hundred fifty strikeout guy, I guess, mm-hmm. which isn't a lot these days. But I also don't see him as the kind of guy that, um, like Freddie, short compact swing. If you need a ground ball to the right side, he'll do it for you. Yeah. I don't see that from Olsen necessarily. I think that might be the one thing that Freddie is better than him at, at this point in his career. Um, I'd agree with that. Uh, so it's not exactly the most conducive thing to a number two hole header, but it, that's also the way the two hole used to be used. And it's not necessarily how it's used now, right? You see right. more and more, you see guys like uh, Freeman, and Olsen, and then last, even last year with the Dodgers, it was Max Muncy in the two-hole, I right? believe Juan Soto's currently in the two-hole yeah, for is, the yeah. uh, Nats. So Juan Soto, without question, is the best hitter on the Nationals team, and he's in the two-hole, right? Right. So it's definitely uh, managers are treating it, baseball in general is treating it differently than they used to, so maybe that's not that important anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, and Ronald Acuna is a 40-40 guy anyways, right? And so we put him knows? at one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, I, I like the way he's developing. Uh, 
all the stuff I have seen from him before looks like he's uh, uh, maintained it. Like 2019, the uh, swing and miss rate was up in the 20s, I think, mm-hmm. like 21%. Brought it down to like 16, 14 to 16% over the last two years. That's good. It's a lot better. That means that plus the walks means he's seeing the ball really well. Yeah. And for the guy that's quick through the zone like that, a big powerful guy like that, that means you're going to see a fuckload of home runs from him this year. Can't wait. That one home run he hit uh, the other day, that was maybe the hardest hit ball I've ever fucking seen. It was a laser. I mean, I've never seen a ball that low go that mm. far. Now, what did I say? It was a 19-degree angle and yeah. 110 exit velo. Yeah. That, to, for a 425-foot home run to center field, that's pretty impressive. That's goddamn. Yeah. That is fucking smashing. Yeah, he scorched that ball. Unfortunately, he's also slow as shit, which might be another reason to not put him in the two-hole. Mm. Because uh, what, did, what did he get thrown out like two or three times at the plate the other day? <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's very Sid Bream-like in, yeah. that, in that regard. So honestly, if anything, that might be the biggest knock on his two-hole situation is mm, like speed. Yeah. if he hits a double. Although Freddie is slow as shit, too. He, Olsen's like, slower, uh, which is wild. Is he? Yes. Can we measure that somehow? Olsen, me- yeah, the, uh, there was. Oh, fuck, I have to find it. But Olsen did measure out as slower than Freeman. I think I mentioned this on the show a couple, or at least I mentioned it just us talking baseball at some point. pretty funny. He's like maybe the only guy in the league slower than Freeman, which is (laughs) obscene. (laughs) It's like, I mean, like, Olsen said the other day that Travis Darno was making fun of him for how slow he was. Darno's pretty quick, though. He's not bad, but when a catcher is giving you shit for not being able to run fast. Yeah, that's a good point. It's not fucking ideal. Uh, Another possible candidate for the two hole although i don't think they want to go righty righty when acuna is is Mm. back uh is marcelo zuna Mm. who is also on fucking fire right now yeah i mean he's uh he he looks pretty good he's seen a lot of fat he's gonna see even more fastballs later than he's seeing right now probably right you think so so Um, he's seeing an all-time high of fastballs uh 38 of his pitches are fastballs right now it's the highest he's ever seen on it, like a yearly basis. He's seen higher in like short stretches, um, but I mean, why, why do you think that is? So part of me is like, well, maybe they're trying to test him, or is it because the pitchers aren't really got they don't have their shit yet, they don't have their stuff yet? I think it's more of the latter. People are just trying to get their stuff in order, and they're not prioritizing necessarily these games right now uh, because he's not doing anything differently than he did. Yeah. And at any point in his career, he's still got the same exact approach and the same exact swing. Yeah. So, uh, and not that that's a bad thing, by the way. He's had great success with that. He's had fucking a lot of home runs doing that shit. Um, but yeah, he's staying through the zone really well. Uh, he doesn't look rusty. No. Um, I, he, he's not like pulling off the ball and popping up pitches he should be hitting the other way. Like, as a matter of fact, I think he's got an opposite field home run this year. Right. Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean it's he looks he looks really good. I'm I'm surprised to be honest. I thought he might be a little rusty coming back, especially with a shortened spring training. Is there any uh, uh, make him forget by winning factor to it? Yeah, like Kobe, You're fucking right. yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. Like I mean, in just in a general sense too, he probably just wants to go out and just fucking play, right? Like I yeah, I mean if that's the case, then Trevor Bauer is going to come back and fucking just throw perfect game after perfect game. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. There is a, Dan, didn't we joke about that a couple years ago? 
It's just like, how much success do you need to excuse your actions for college football? It was a uh, column that we left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was about the Baylor rape case. Yeah. It was like, how much do you need to win for everyone to forget? There's a sliding scale, I'm sure. With 100%. The, the, the degree of the crime and then the amount of wins. It's equal to how hot a girl is to how crazy she can be. Mm, hot, crazy matrix, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Same thing for sports. And I guess. Really, just anyone. Um, yeah, man. Azuna, you know what's funny about him? I just forgot how fucking much of a crazy person he looked like in the box. Mm. Like, that dude, he throws his bat through the zone like he's playing wiffle ball. He almost swings like a cricket player. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Like, his, it, the bat head is under his hands sometimes. But he, I mean, whatever it is, it's working for him. So I'm not going to complain too much about it. I, we, also, something we talked about earlier, it seems like when he, uh, and if you're a Brace fan, you're watching, uh, the games, pay attention to this next time you see him. It's just kind of an interesting um, thing he does. When he takes a pitch that's a strike, and sometimes even a ball, but usually when it's a strike, uh, when he takes it, he will back away from the box for a second and then take a slow swing yeah. to uh, 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 where it would have hit that ball well, in his opinion, I guess, or something. I don't know. I, that seems to be what he's doing. So if it's like a low outside pitch, he'll just like do like this. Like he was... I don't know if that's something for his vision. Like he he watched the ball coming, and now he's trying to marry that with the uh, this, the physical mechanics. Uh, but that seems like too smart for him, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to put that kindly. delicately. Uh, yeah, he. I mean, he does seem like kind of a. Uh, I don't mean he's like an idiot or anything. He's just like. Albies, he's a fucking goofball. Yeah, that is running around. And I don't. When I say smart, I don't mean he doesn't have have the intellectual capacity to do it. I mean like he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would even be doing that. Right. He seems like more like he would be talking shit or chasing butterflies. And oh, it's time to hit. <laughs> he's it's, very uh, Manny Ramirez esque yeah. in that way. I 100 percent agree with that. He also plays left field like Manny Ramirez. Yes, does. he does. Yeah, he's not good in the outfield, and it's going to be like that until May. For the Braves, they're going to have a shitty defensive outfield until May. Just keep the ball on the ground, I guess. Yeah. Keep it in the infield. Uh, before we get into uh, what's going on in the rest of the league, might as well get into our, uh, our sponsor. Yeah. If you love sports and you love making money and you answered yes to either of those questions, then mybookie.com is the place for you. Not only does betting with mybookie.com make every game more exciting, but... When you sign up uh, using the promo code Drinking Bros, your first deposit is instantly doubled up to $1,000. With thousands of bets to make uh, on all your favorite sports, there is no shortage of ways for you to win at mybookie.com. Uh, on top of having amazing lines and props, and prop bets, by the way, are the best way uh, for you to win money. I, I think my favorite prop bet in baseball bets is probably uh, strikeouts for the pitcher. Just look out for teams that I uh, can't put the fucking bat on the ball and smash the over. Uh, MyBookie is also home to several exclusive, or actually I will say this too. If a high strikeout pitcher is facing a team that does make good contact, that's you're probably going to get a juicy line there and, uh, and smash the under. Uh, MyBookie is also home to several exclusive contests and promotions uh, that you can't find anywhere else. Get off the couch and get in the game with MyBookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Head to MyBookie today using the promo code DRINKINGBROS uh, to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to $1,000 and start winning today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. Uh, next up, 
Let's go around baseball a little bit. Uh, and we'll start with Dan's Philadelphia Phillies, although I know you're a Reds fan now. Yeah, we're Reds. Reds up. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that their thing? I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely not. Hashtag Reds No up. one's ever said Reds up before. You know what they should do is uh, Red Scare. Uh, and ha- change their logo to, uh, to Senator McCarthy, yeah. Joseph McCarthy. Hashtag Red Scare. Like, yeah. uh, you know, it'd be a good <clears throat> hashtag the next time they make the playoffs in like 10 years. It's October, hashtag Red Scare. It's and it, it's just Red's Care, but the hashtag is mashed together. Yeah. It's, it's for like their philanthropy. Yeah, exactly. Well, they've proved this week that they're both the best and worst fans for any sport. The Phillies? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, get, get away from the Reds. I'm tired of talking about the Reds. Dan, did you see this? Uh, did, you did you hear about, about this? this? You, did you see, see this? this? Did you hear about this? The what? Alec Bohm story? What happened? So uh, as we predict as everyone predicted i can't really give us credit for this mm. um the phillies defense is fucking terrible while yeah. their offense is great don't get me wrong their defense is fucking terrible i like that though i told you it would be fun no, i fucking told you i like that we have like a glaring weakness that we try to overcompensate with with the, yeah the opposite direction it's all errors and dingers that's all it is why not why not lean into it uh so i mean that's very bad news bears isn't it right were the bad news bears good on defense or something? Like, uh, no, but they they would hit well. Yeah, right? okay. They just stunk in the field. They smashed balls and, and committed errors. Uh, it's like being a golfer who can't putt. It's fantastic. Kind of literally, yeah. That's kind of exactly what it's like. So Alec Bohm made three errors. Uh, their third baseman three errors over the course of the first three innings the other day. He was getting the shit boot out of him by Phillies fans, as they are wont to do. Uh, and he was caught on camera. Uh, lip and the lip readers. It was easy to lip read. Uh, Alec Bohm, you could just see him saying, I fucking hate this place about Philadelphia, I guess the Phillies, something like that. <clears throat> How do you feel about that? I mean, buckle up, kid. Yeah, man. Like, what? Like, you, you got to expect that when you sign <laughs> up for this, you know? We have our, uh, there, I'm sure there was a bunch of fans there that just, you know, couldn't get their daily fentanyl hit. And uh, we're itching for, uh, you know, a dose. A little bit. It's fair. Didn't have their pills. Wasn't dollar hot dog day. They were angry. I, f- I get that. Uh, he did, however, get like the opposite of the Santa Claus treatment the next day because he said after the game, what? It was just like an emotional thing. He didn't mean it. He loves Philadelphia, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Nobody says that if it's not true, <laughs> right? No one loves Philadelphia. I no one. For a reason. Yeah. No one loves Philadelphia. Rocky. Maybe Ben Franklin, but he... No, they left and went to D.C., bro. Well, he didn't go to D.C. He went to France. Yeah, he went to bang old whores. But, yeah. you know, if he had had the option between Philly and D.C., I'm sure he would have left. Did everything still work right after that lightning strike? Uh, his, it's made his dick more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Right? It's, his, dick, his, his dick is still in a fucking... Uh, what are those things called? The Jacob's Ladder thing? Yeah. He yeah. actually became Thor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alec Bohm before today, he's, uh, he hasn't had an at-bat today, so he had a sack fly and, a, and he pinch ran and scored a run. But um, OPS is 2107 so far this year. Not bad. And four at-bats. So, Pretty good. Uh, yeah, he's going to. And then one of the other at-bats was a run-producing <laughs> at-bat. Yeah. yeah. Well, plate appearances, yeah. Uh, but, no, he's, uh, that, that was really funny. And it just showed the, like, the ebbs and flow of – I don't know what he expected to have happen, honestly. Right. Like, I understand being pissed off that you're having a shitty day on defense. Um, but if you make three 
terrible errors. Yeah, they were bad. Right? And then you make a routine play and they clap for you. Like, the appropriate response is to, like, laugh at yourself. Right. Like, you obviously have already fucked up. You can't unfuck that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, that was... I get it, though. I mean... They did give him a standing ovation the next day. Yeah, for his first at bat. Yeah. That's pretty funny. So uh, Who's their everyday third baseman? Why is it not him? It's Boehm. I, I think it is Boehm. Why is he not getting more at bats? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, he split time last year, too. He hits really well against right hand, or left-handers, but not so great against right-handers. So, okay. They're probably, yeah, probably splitting shit. Um, third base <clears throat> is Bryson uh, Stott, I guess. So, Boehm is their backup. But Bohm is the guy they want to be at third base. Like, he's their long-term guy, I think. Like, he's only uh, 25. Like, they want him to be the dude. Yeah, but Stott's only 24. <coughs> Stott's a left-handed hitter, by the way, so he probably hits against righties. Yeah. Uh, which is, you're just naturally going to get more at-bats like that. Uh, next up, uh, Giorgio, this is the video. Dan, I have a video to play for you. Uh, a Texas Youth League coach put an umpire in the hospital after uh, oh, yeah, I saw a this. close call at the play. It plays for our uh, fans as well. So we called him safe. He was clearly safe. Yeah, he was clearly safe. Catcher, you got to get out in front of the plate, bro. Yeah. Uh, and he's about to dust off the plate. Does dust off the plate, I guess. And this four foot eight baseball coach walks up. Gets thrown out and sh- like he does the uh, shove attack, yeah. shove to the face attack on it the. A, it was a two-handed shove to the throat. It looked like. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Like this kid's obviously safe, by the way. Yeah. Very, very much. Right in between his legs. Yeah. Well, how would you react? Uh, if there was an incorrect call at a lily game. Yeah. Not like that. <laughs> fucking little league dude there's the funniest part of this video is that these kids aren't even like 11 these are like fucking six-year-olds or like eight-year-olds probably they're they're probably nine was he reacting to the out or being dismissed from the game because it looks like he just wanted to speak his piece and then the umpire was like nah you're out of here so he's like i'll give you a reason to throw me the entire point of little league is for kids to learn how to play the sport, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. It's to win uh, the game. No. <laughs> and to teach kids how to be good human beings. Yeah. Right? And a competitive atmosphere. That's the entire point of this show. Also how to like properly react to failure. Yeah. Well, no, I you- thought it was to train them early to get a competitive advantage for when they go to college and make it to the pros. Mm, yes. You're also not allowed to block the plate, I thought. Uh, you, can, you can put your glove in front of it. <laughs> right, yeah. He, it, you don't stand behind the plate and reach out to fucking tag someone. It looks like the catcher like waited till the kid's foot was on the plate, and then it was like, "Gotcha." Yeah, um, yeah, that catcher is the real problem here. I agree. He should have ejected him from the fucking game. Well, I think and he's I just think over his, here watching too. His, like his coach should have made the coach should have maybe assaulted the catcher instead I, of the umpire. Yeah, where what are the other coaches for the other team doing? Because if I were if I had witnessed this shit, I would have whooped that dude's ass. Right. I mean, they they just like the first base coach is kind of casually walking over. They didn't even hustle to go over and check on the dude who had just been assaulted. Yeah, it's very it's very Will Smith like. <laughs> it's a really fucking bizarre situation. The video ends here. We don't ever see this guy get up. Yeah, he just well, got released from the hospital like a day later. This is in Texas, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the dad that did that is a pathetic human being. Not just for doing that, but because he did it in front of a bunch of fucking kids. Right. How do you explain that to your fucking child? 
Uh, well, I doubt his child needs it to be explained to him, to be honest. I'm sure that child... <laughs> That's the first time. Yeah, that right. child knows exactly how big of a piece of shit his dad That's is. That's probably accurate. Uh, there was another one, too, an umpire of a 12-year-old softball game. I think this was in... Where was this? L.A. or some shit? I don't remember where it was. Um, <clears throat> female umpire at a softball game. Some uh, uh, fat lady walked onto the field and punched her in the face. Or some shit like that. I don't no, know. I think that's good for women's sports. I think you want it to be just like the men. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like you need you need for equality to really be there. You need insane fans, yeah. bad parents. Mm, it was in Mississippi. Okay, Ass- assaults on on referees and umpires. Yeah. Uh, so this woman uh, who got assaulted put out like a statement um, saying, and and the the part of it that I want to address is. Um, this part uh it's real life it's unfortunate this has gotten to this place blah 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 the next time you go to a tournament and you only have one umpire on the field this is why uh, when you have brand new umpires on the field that may not know everything they should know yet this is why blah 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 uh before you post the next quote funny meme about umpires that suck or are blind or have missed calls on their phone or whatever it is uh, uh, before you post about how an umpire was so off and terrible and lost the game for you, why don't you sign up, get out there, and go give it a go? No. <laughs> Fuck you. You took the job. Do your fucking job. Right. And don't complain when you suck at it. Like it, I, I don't condone fucking pe- punching umpires or referees in the face under any circumstances unless you're just – like you, if you know them, right? Yeah. And you guys want to fucking fight each other for some reason, then go ahead. But what if it's, what like, if it's a, like a confirmed Tim Donaghy situation, <clears throat> like, you still, know what he's doing. No, unless they're like fucking with the kids or something. You yeah. don't, you don't, you don't do violence on people like that. But to this, this is this woman who has been programmed by academia and the media to believe that words are violence. This didn't happen. This fucking fat, dumb, dumb, uh, uh, lady didn't walk onto the field and punch her in the face because people post memes on the fucking internet right. about how umpires suck. Like, fuck off with that bullshit. Stop trying to turn your unfortunate situation into a rule for everybody. Right. In fact, God I damn would it. guess, if anything, that since the advent of making jokes about the umpire online like or the internet in general... I would. I almost would guarantee you the rate of little league umpire assaults has gone down since the 1960s. Yeah, because of camera phones mostly. Because <laughs> uh, and you can't drink at the ballpark anymore. Now, what was the spike when Bat Dad episode of South Park came out? Uh, yeah, there was certainly a spike uh, in like 2008 or seven, whenever that came out. Or maybe there'll be. Maybe it's like the Freakonomics thing where they're like 18 years <laughs> after. Uh, uh, abortion was made uh, legal. Crime rates went down like that stat. Mm. Whether you believe it or not, the, like it's like that stat. So like it's like ten years after Bat Dad came out, or fifteen years after Bat Dad came out, when fans of that episode start having kids of the age of playing softball and baseball and stuff. So that's when the assaults will spike again. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the uh, delay of return is on that. Yeah. But either way, this is unacceptable bullshit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I remember, like, as a player, as a child, when I was from 11 until whenever I stopped playing, I was heated. Yeah. Right? I want to win. I, I was, like, fucking crazy about it. When I was, like, uh, uh, especially in, once it started to become really competitive, like 11 on, something like that, 
if I didn't win, I would be so fucking mad. I would be just like tears running down my face, but not like sobbing, but just like fucking kill. Yeah. But I kill somebody. <laughs> uh, that's fine. You're a child, right? Yeah. You're supposed to fucking be like that. But how much importance can this game possibly have had to that fat dummy <laughs> who walked out well, there and pushed a refer or an umpire down? I mean, what the fuck? I think look. his actions answer that question in and of itself. Like, what else does it? <clears throat> does he look like he's got a lot going on? No, I mean his eyesight's clearly bad. Uh, his judgment's not great either, and he's not a good coach because a good coach would have told that kid to get out in front of the plate. Right. Just saying that's on you. Yeah, fat boy. And now he's going to get charged with assault and blah blah blah, and uh, probably not get to coach anymore. Uh, I don't know. It depends on where did this happen. Somewhere here. Uh, oh, it's in Texas. Yeah, it's in Texas. Eh, I don't think there are rules like that here. Maybe stand your ground. There's mutual <laughs> combat in Texas. What does that mean? Uh, it means that if you and I wanted to go out in the street and have a gunfight, yeah, and one of us got killed, neither one of us would be charged for murder. And if an umpire unceremoniously and unfairly threw me out of a game, I consider that fighting words. It yeah, it sense. might be, but he has to accept the duel. Yeah, well, he initiated the duel. No, he, no, 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 no. He has to accept. Somebody has to uh, uh, request the duel, and then somebody mm-hmm. has to accept the duel. Now, do you slap them with a white glove and then get rowed out uh, to an island in New Jersey? And then they have to turn their backs on you. Uh, no, this is where neither party is a member of the United States government. All right. Okay. Uh, but there's lots of white gloves around, so I feel like that could happen. Here. Yeah, I mean, what's the uh, what's the glove, the batting gloves that everybody used to wear? Oh, not Wilson. Wilson. No, not Wilson. Wilson's the glove. It starts with an. Is it Rawlings? No, no. Nope. That's the best baseball. Glove. Fuck. Uh, uh, now they just have it. Now everyone has one under uh, Franklin. Franklin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Franklin is the, the king of batting gloves. They were the first. Um, <clears throat> maybe if you use one of those, that'd yeah, be fine. He's a Franklin but not just bat- like a white, random white ass glove. That's stupid. Yeah. And not a golf glove either. You don't need that shit. Now, none of this Adidas looking like a football thing. These Franklin gloves are legit. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the old school Franklins are, it was just every single pair looked exactly the same. It was just the color was changed depending on your team. Mm hmm. That's the only fucking batting gloves that anybody wore. And then Mizuno got in the game and started making, oh, these right. are slick looking. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Fuck that. So are wieners. You like those too? <laughs> are wieners, wieners slick looking? Well, they are after you suck on them. <laughs> yeah, true. Or lube them up. This is a baseball show. It is. Uh, <laughs> speaking of baseball, got some unwritten rules alert going on. <clears throat> uh, and this actually plays into the uh, next story as well a little bit. Um the Padres mm. got angry at the Giants after uh, Mauricio Dubon uh, bunted for a hit when the Giants were up 11-2. to two. Yeah, there was a lot of anger in this game. A lot. Mm. Uh, so this is... They were up 9-2, to two, I think, when that happened. Right? Okay, oh, no, th- no, no, they were up by nine runs. Yeah, it was 11-2. Okay, That's yeah, right. All yeah, right. yeah. And, uh, yeah, the Padres dugout got all heated because the guy got a hit. Uh, I mean, he bunted, right? Like, if, you're, it. if it's the ninth inning... And you've got a no header and a guy bunts. I had that happen to me one time. Really? And I, and I, I ran over to the third baseline, slid, picked the ball up and threw it the first and got him out. Yeah. And then I fucking stared at him the whole way back through the dugout and I hit the next guy in the fucking head. <laughs> like, you don't do that shit. But 
Oh, well, okay. There is That's quite a bit different. Like when it's something you're trying to achieve, this game is already over. Yeah. And that kid is fighting for a spot on the fucking team and shit and trying to show off his, like it, that, when it, when it gets out of hand like that and, and, and it becomes a spring training game to me. So I understand that it sucks. And you also don't want to prolong anybody's suffering like that because that's got to suck out there. But this is, these Padres haven't really observed any of the fucking unwritten rules of baseball. As a matter of fact, Manny Machado was the dirtiest player in all of baseball. Right. And, in fact, they were all like, what the fuck, man? Let us play like a year or two ago when Tatis Jr. hit a grand slam uh, late in the fucking game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when they were killing the Rangers. And they were all like, what the fuck, man? Let us play. Like, what? I mean, yeah, hitting a home run. Like, what are you supposed to do if you go up to a bat? Just swing as hard as you can, I guess. And hit, hit yeah. like when you're up by 10 runs, I don't know what to do but that seemed pretty pretty silly but they were already uh the two teams these two teams do not like it one another which is fun no. uh as a matter of fact nobody really likes the giants the dodgers don't like them either dude the west is uh, low-key <clears throat> extremely heated well those division. three teams yeah. specifically like the the rockies and diamondbacks suck too bad for anybody to give a shit right uh but yeah those three teams really dislike each other and it manifests itself in, in some interesting ways i will say there is one instance to me in which it's okay to bunt on a uh, perfect game or no hitter. And that is when the game is still in question. Uh, yeah, for sure. If, I mean, if, if you're trying you're, to win the game. If you're down like 4 nothing or less, yeah. then yeah, get on fucking base, dude. Well, I, don't do about, do. I don't know about 4 nothing. That's but one if it was, swing. If, it was like, that's one, if you get the base low, that's yeah, one swing. Yeah, but if it's, like, I mean, if it's within a, a, a run or two, I would say it's okay. It's totally. But everybody's going to have an opinion on that. Yeah. Um, This the next one is interesting. So uh, because of some of the events of this game, Alyssa Nacken became the first ever female to be on the field as a coach for mm-hmm. Major League Bay. By the way, the uniforms the Giants were wearing last night are the dumbest looking shit I've ever. It looks oh, like a the, fucking orange creamsicle. What was, the fuck oh, are they you were doing? Awful. Man? Yeah, everything about it looks soft. And uh, makes sense because Antoine Richardson uh, is soft. Uh, so Antoine Richardson is what. So here's what happened with the whole thing, and I agree with this uh, to an extent. Um, so Antoine Richardson is the first base coach for mm. the San Francisco Giants. At some point, Mike Schilt, who is the ex Cardinals manager, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get into him in a second. He should still be their manager. Right. Uh, I disagree. And I'll get it. Oh, no, that. you like the guy that came after Schilt, right? Uh, I forget who their current manager is, but he's Schilt's a fucking moron. So let me get it. Yeah, in. he's a dumb dumb. So he, he, like, produced results for them. So did Mike Matheny. Mike That's Matheny's true, yeah. also deeply stupid. Um, so anyway, Schilt is staring into the Padres. He's the third base coach for the Padres, and he's staring mm. into the Giants' dugout. Yeah. All mad because he's all fucking baseball and shit like that. And Antoine Richardson rightly is like can i help you yeah and uh they started talking a little bit of shit back and forth and and i guess schilt goes uh you need to control that motherfucker about richardson i guess at um i don't know whatever and presumably at the manager yeah right because uh uh richardson's the first base coach yeah so i mean who else would he be talking to right unless he i mean it, it was it was one of those things like, better get your boy. We're about to fight. Yeah. Right? Which is, a, I mean, you know, he's, uh, Schultz kind of a cunt. 
Oh, he's a huge cunt. Uh, Fuck my. And shit. he even looks like one too. He looks kind. Of, he looks like a super waspy cunt to me. Oh, waspy? No, yeah. he looks like a mouth breather. Uh, yeah, he I guess he doesn't look like but he's at a country like club. A, like a fourth generation incest waspy kind of guy. That's fair. Yeah, he does look incesty. Um, so Richardson got thrown out of the game because Richardson heard that. Yeah. Walked up to the top step, and the umpire threw him out of the game, and not Schilt. And then so uh, the uh, Giants' uh, other coach, Alyssa uh, Nakin, became the first base coach for the rest of the game. Mm. All right. So then Richardson said that, and this is stupid, Mm. I think, that he felt it had racial undertones. Yeah, he said, uh, so... at that, at that point in time, I went to the top step and said, excuse me, because I couldn't believe what I had heard. At that point in time, Gibson, the crew chief, decided to toss me from the game. I say this because his words were disproportionately unwarranted and reeked uh, undertones of racism when he referred to me as, quote, that motherfucker, as if I was to be controlled or a piece of property or enslaved. No, you're an employee. Right. Of the fucking manager of the baseball team. I will agree. I will agree with the first half of what he said. Uh, yeah, I mean, Schilt uh, is is kind of a noted cunt, right? So. Yeah, so here's the thing. He is, he is right. That was disproportionate to what was happening. But it's also not very common. Like, so in sports especially, coaches don't get into an argument with the fucking head coach or manager of the other team. That right. doesn't happen. Like, if the offensive coordinator and fucking uh, head coach of football team started barking at each other, that's not how that goes at all. No. You know what I mean? So I guess maybe that's uh, part but of it. Neither of those those guys are the same level. They're both base coaches. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing about Mike Schilt. Mike Schilt, like you said, is a fucking cunt. Mm. And he's a fucking asshole, and he's a fucking moron. You remember after the 2019 NLDS, when they were fucking throwing at Acuna? Yeah. Because Acuna pimped a home <laughs> run, but he only pimped a home run after, I forget his name, Martinez, I think maybe, fucking drilled Acuna yeah. and Mike Schilt had the fucking audacity after they won that series to be like nobody fucks with us nobody fucks with us those motherfuckers and all that shit like you were the ones fucking with us you drilled Acuna yeah you did that you dumb fat piece of shit so <laughs> fuck Mike Schilt <clears throat> I don't agree with Richardson's uh, full analysis well, no, of the like, situation. It's I, I, I enjoy these things because uh, I'll say it once again. It is perfectly reasonable and acceptable to not take sides when there's a battle of some sort between two fucking assholes. Yeah. And Schilt is a noted asshole. Everybody knows that. Nobody before today knew who Antoine Richardson was. Yeah. And now all they know is some guy who, when he gets in an argument with another man, just says it's racist just because. So right. thanks, bud. You really contributed a lot there. What a bunch of fucking dummies. Although Schilt, I, I dislike what Richardson did more, but Schilt is definitely the bigger cunt based on the information I have. Right. right. So we'll see how maybe it all plays Maybe Richardson out. will fill in more later. But, and by yeah. the way, Schilt got fired by the Cardinals just for being stupid. Yeah. Like they were just like he so he started as an interim manager like Snitger did actually. Yeah, when Kendo left. Uh not a Kendo. I think it he filled in for Matheny, mm. I think, and they were just like, "We'll keep him." But he was just he was too stupid to tolerate any longer. Like he was just such a mouth-breathing dumb yeah. fuck moron. Just, to, just I mean like this dude is like imagine being like aggro without being able to back it up. Yeah. I mean that's go to go to Twitter. Yeah. 
So he was a Twitter commenter, is what you're saying. I guess, dude. Like, you <laughs> motherfucker, fucking shit. Like, dude, suck my fucking dick, Mike Schild. God damn, I hate that dude so much. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, it's still hilarious to me that Mike Schilt walked into the office and they were like, hey, you're fired. And he was like, what? Yeah. Like, by the <clears> way, <throat> he was like, we just made the playoffs. They only made the playoffs last year, A, because there's a fucking play-in game, yeah. and B, because they had to pull off a miracle run to get into that second wild card spot, which was not Schilt's doing. They just got hot. And then he's like, well, I made the playoffs. No, 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 you were underperforming all fucking year. Your bullpen management is fucking dog shit. And unlike Brian Snicker, at least we can say this about Brian Snicker. I know you don't like him tactically mm. or anything like that. The players like Brian Snicker. Yeah. Like Brian Snicker. Well, he just lets people play. He seems like a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. Like his, his ego or attitude is never going to stop you from winning a game. Ever. No. Which is, I mean, that's more than you can say for Schilt, for yeah. sure. Because he, like, you don't, when, you've, when you're playing against uh, the best player in the world, probably, Ronald Acuna, why piss him off? Right. You know what I mean? Like, your job should be to limit how much damage he specifically does to you and during any game or series. That should be your goal going into that. Not to, like, well, fuck him, man. Fuck him. Like, okay, cool. Well, yeah. He's better than you at everything. He's better than literally every player on your yeah, roster. Like, God, he's so fucking dumb. And stupid. But, and by the way, speaking of Snicker, Snicker even knows he's stupid. Like, he apparently, I read this the other day, he goes into analytics meetings and just is like, and just like makes fun of himself for not understanding anything they're talking about. No. So at least there's a level of self-awareness there that Mike Schilt very obviously does not possess. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't mind having Snitker now because this bullpen is uh, recession-proof, I guess. <laughs> There's just so many fucking arms. Like, not, not even uh, just the, the number of arms, but so many quality arms right. in that bullpen now. And, two, like, there's more coming later this year. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah. I guess he can't fuck it up. Um, <clears throat> speaking of pitchers. Uh, last on the list is fucking Trevor Bauer. Leave extended again. Yeah. They just keep extending his uh, paid leave one week at a time. I can't imagine what they're still doing. Like, I, right. I, I don't understand. What, what else could they... What, what more evidence could they be waiting for? What event could they be waiting for to end this shit? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's bizarre. <clears throat> what are the Dodgers' options, by the way, in case they don't want to bring him back? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, hold on, let's look at it's this. It's not like the NFL. You can't just fucking cut a guy. Uh, no. I mean, you can negotiate a buyout with a player. Yeah. They could also trade him. And to be honest, um, with the right kind of PR, especially since uh, especially since no charges were ever filed, right? and the woman who said he beat her up in the face, turns out she made that shit up, or at least the fucking evidence she presented was made up. It I um, wasn't made up that there was like wildly physical shit happening. No, he admitted to all that. Yeah, yeah it was just that it, <clears throat> the consent was there. But or like the like that. the the one the piece of evidence uh, that she presented to show that he had a, like punched her in the face a bunch of times that turned out to not be real. Yeah. Uh, so that like with the right kind of PR, I know it's a weird environment these days, but with the right kind of PR, you can definitely come back from something like that. Deshaun Watson's in the process of doing it right now. Right. Uh, so and he honestly, TJ Miller. <laughs> what? TJ Miller did this too. He's on the. He's uh, he had back. the same accusations, but yeah. his were oh, those yeah. were like totally unfounded. Yeah, that woman was a lunatic. But yeah, yeah. he's uh, 
Well, I mean, here's a good one. Kobe Bryant would be a, a good comp. Yeah, but I mean, it, it has the same element, too. Like when the fucking rape kit comes back and there's seven different people's semen in her underwear, <laughs> literally, then you're like, all right, cool. Maybe she's not telling the truth. <laughs> uh, not, that, not that being a whore makes you a liar, but right. goddamn, it doesn't help in the fucking public eye, does it? No. Uh, he's signed for this year and next year at 32 mil each per year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that that the considering the quality of pitcher he is that would not be a hard thing to move if they decided to move that out no uh, i mean if it was where like, do they move him first place they can find <clears throat> is there how many teams do you think would even be interested um i mean i think a lot of teams would be interested so it's very odd and i don't know if people just have like higher expectations for baseball or what it is but i've i saw more bad press about the astros signing Os- osuna a couple years mm-hmm. ago, who had like legit domestic violence yeah. uh, uh, charges, and I think even I saw a lot about Araldus Chapman too. Way more than I ever see about an NFL player with charges getting signed to a new team or something yeah. like that. Like you almost <laughs> never see the same level. Terry Kill. Yeah, seriously. I don't know if it's just a type of thing where it's just like it's so far been less common in baseball than than football. So like it's more jarring to the writers who cover it or something but like it seems to me like it's a harder sell than mm-hmm. baseball or bat or than football or basketball for whatever reason I, I don't really understand why like they're all the same people like they're all fucking human beings they're all fucking professional athletes mm-hmm. um but that might be an interesting hurdle that for whatever reason like baseball writers and local baseball writers and local media won't have the same stomach for a baseball player with those types of accusations as they would for a football or basketball player yeah i mean it's it is weird it's pretty weird i don't know uh, the, he's got a very interesting contract um <clears throat> he, he went like short term with a lot of money right uh it was three years 102 mil uh all guaranteed um and if he had opted out of this year, they would have owed him two million dollars uh, cash, and then twenty million in increments of two million each from twenty thirty one to twenty forty. Or uh, if he opts out next year, they owe him fifteen million cash, and there's no further payment. Um, uh, he's got a no trade clause if he's under Cy Young consideration in any given year. He's got a no trade clause to any American League team uh, before. Well, that's a meaningless. Before the All-Star game or after the All-Star game if he's pitched 80 innings that year. Yeah. I have to assume the American League part is a DH situation, which because he's super analytical like that. Mm-hmm. So that's that I have to I have to assume that's why he didn't want to go to the American League. Yeah. This is this is a pretty this is one of the more complicated contracts I've seen. It's pretty on brand so, for yeah. the person whose he's contract a, it is. Yeah, he's a lunatic. Um <clears throat> but yeah, he can uh but it's it's him. Like they can't force a buyout. They can't cut him and pay him. He has to opt out. Right. Uh, and he's already opted in for twenty twenty two, anyways. Right. So he's going to get twenty uh, or I'm sorry, thirty two million this year. And I mean, if they set him on the bench all year this year, he can uh, opt out. He gets fifteen million dollars cash on the spot, and they could sign with another team immediately. So he just gets fifteen mil for free. They got to do something at some point because even the Dodgers can't hemorrhage money like that. Right. You can't just sit on that. No. That's fucking fascinating. Yeah. It's, it's weird to look into that. But yeah, again, 
uh, whatever might be happening behind the scenes, they don't have any more evidence than than uh, the cops had that the grand jury had who decided not to indict him. So, I mean, I don't know what the fuck it could possibly. What? Why could it be taking this long? Unless it's something that he's agreed to or some shit. I don't yeah, know. Man, it's very bizarre. That lawsuit. <laughs> Is going to be fucking hilarious. It's going to make Colin Kaepernick's lawsuit look like a fucking joke. Yeah. Uh, for a number of reasons. One, because it's going to be way more money because they're affecting his marketability and the pinnacle of his career, right? Uh, it, it's not like he's getting shunned by the entire league. It's one specific organization plus Major League Baseball as a whole. And the right? Players Union. Yeah. Well, the Players Union, yeah. I mean, I, that to me... I hope he's not paying his union dues right now. <laughs> he should leave the union because what the fuck, man? They're yeah. not getting him back on the field. But yeah, he's like he should be he's 31 right now, I think. He should be signing like a 4 or 5 year deal worth 200 million dollars right now. Yeah. That's what he should be doing and he's not. And, and he I, might not ever get that. And honestly, <clears throat> just uh, in a vacuum if, if uh, he's so <laughs> smart about baseball and mm. such a clever guy about baseball that like I have I would have a good feeling about him aging well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just changing his game up as he goes on. I mean, yep. look. I mean, Mar- that, he's the type of he's the type of lunatic who could become like a knuckleball pitcher until he's forty six. Yeah, maybe. Like he's he's just like that, such an innovative, smart baseball player mm. that, uh, I, yeah, his he's going to age very interestingly and very uh, effectively. I think if they ever let him back on. The yeah, field. yeah. I mean, if it's any. If Marcelo Zuna's performance is any indication, coming back from slapping people around is uh, going to make it pretty good. He, who knows what he's going to do when he gets back <laughs> after all the shit he did. Three perfect yeah. games in a row. Yeah. That's it. That's all we got. Yeah. Ooh.